This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 In this town, everybody hail to the pumpkin song. That was my like scream. Oh, I thought you were just cheering for yourself. Happy. Happy Halloween, everybody. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. It is spooky day. Like we've been talking about spooky season all spooky season long, but here we are. We've arrived at spooky day. (laughs) You know what's crazy? Ever since we've started doing October series, I feel like I fully enjoy the season. Like every, every like holiday, every time it's over, I'm like, I feel like I didn't experience it. But because of October series and because all month we're like getting scared, Uh like I'm ready to move on. I, You know what I mean? It's so weird that you say that because I completely agree. I have been fully immersed in Halloween for like well over a month now. Yeah. And I have watched the spooky stories. I, I also, since I moved, I go on walks regularly with my dog, Chloe, because I don't have a backyard. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I go through the neighborhood where all the lights are out and yeah. like everyone's decorated and the neighborhood behind me just did a great job of really decorating. Yeah. So I feel like I've really enjoyed it. I've made all the pumpkin things. Yeah. You know, like I'm going to go to a pumpkin patch tonight. Like there's so many things. I feel, so I'm ready. Good. I'm actually did ready. It, did you go to Universal this year? No, I meant to a couple times. Yeah. And I'm just going to be honest. I think I'm too tired for a lot of life things right yeah, now I feel that in such a real way like, I know people that um went last weekend and they invited me and I was like no part of me wants to go yeah. and I I usually enjoy I don't enjoy like some of the mazes because some of them are too intense but I I love walking around and like and like getting a hot beverage and like doing the rides and some yeah. of the some of the mazes but not all of them but like I usually enjoy that but it just sounded too exhausting yeah well I, I also mean, I, am 32 yeah. now and I, you know I'm just Sleep is my priority. I feel that, girl. Lately. That's where I'm at. I'm so excited for today's episode. 
although I'm always sad October series ends. I know. I also am like ready to start like empowering people again. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. You, I do love that. Like this is like a fun little blurb. Yeah, you know. And then we like get back to yeah our our like fun loving community. Uh, <laughs> but I love our wild side. I also love this, this being our wild side. We have a lot of like softies that listen mm-hmm. to us. You know, I'm a softie too. And so th- not all softies love Halloween and love like scary stuff. Mm-hmm. So I love like the people that are just like, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> like I have to leave. Oh my God. I'll come back. Me and my sister obviously both have podcasts and we we quit like trying to keep up with each other's content a while yeah. ago. But she, like, w- every once in a while will listen. I'll every once in a while listen to hers. She will not listen no, yeah. to October series because yeah. it's too much for her. So. I don't think, like, my mom can do it either. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a yeah. lot. And we understand that. For sure. Um, so, yeah, we're going to freaking get into this. I know me and Wait, Ash. Wait, I have a fun update. You have an update. I have a fun update. I don't know if you guys remember, but our friend Lexi used to work for the podcast. Yes, 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 yes. And she sent in like a fun little sh- a little short that I'm not going to read, but she had the craziest experience. And I, I wanted to share because I just thought it was so crazy that um, it happened to her. She was in Seattle recently with a friend and she went to Halloween Town. Yes. Because she's a Halloween Town fanatic. <laughs> like it's her favorite movie. No, it's so She cute. could probably watch it 20 times well, we during the month on, of October. We put it on the other day when we were all, when we were all at your house. Yeah. And... She was like, I look over at her at one point and she's mouthing yeah. everything the characters yeah. are saying. And she's I was like, oh, such this is a real. Fan. So her and her old college roommate, uh, her college roommate lives in Seattle. They had a whole weekend and they made a whole weekend out of it. They went out. They had like fun dinners and then they went to Halloween Town. And then right around like dusk, I think, they're like walking around um, this lake that was really pretty. It was kind of like during sunset. And they see all this commotion. And well, like not a lot of commotion, just a little commotion. Like, oh, what's going on over there in the bushes? A body came out of the water and they witnessed it. A body came out, like floated up. Yeah. Like a dead body. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Dude, I've always wondered how I would. Well, first of all, that's so sad. I hope they figure out what happened to that person. Very terrifying. But like. I used to be obsessed with that show Bones. Did yeah. you ever watch it? Yes. Love that show. And love you know, her. every uh, How's she doing? Well, she she's should so do more talented. things. Now. I know yeah. she really should. This is a total side note, but I know I t- it took me a while to figure out her and Zoe Deschanel are sisters. They don't look alike. They don't really. But there was a couple crossover episodes where uh-huh. she came as her like weird cousin in yeah. one episode. And it was so fun watching them interact because I'm like, they're probably having so much fun. I'm sure. But anyways, sorry, side note. <laughs> I always wonder because at the beginning of every episode is someone finding or discovering yes, the like dead body something. for that episode, right? Yeah. And I've always wondered how I would react because usually people react by like screaming or throwing up or like running. Yeah. And I'm just so curious if I would like be frozen or if I would just go straight into like calling 911 and like proactive or if I would like panic. I don't yeah. know. It's so funny you say that because she – called me and it was like right after it had happened was she okay and my first question was like are you okay because obviously uh, people take care of that not like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah other yeah. people handle that yeah um but I was like are you okay because that's a big that's a pretty traumatic thing and she was like I don't think it's hit me yet 
Dude, I <laughs> and bet. And I asked her recently because I saw her the other day. I was like, dude, that was pretty crazy. Or has it like, did it bother you in any way? And she was like, I still don't know if it's hit me yet. <laughs> <laughs> she said it felt like such an out of body, not real experience. Yeah. So yeah, kind of crazy. Dude, that's freaking nuts. I... That's nuts. Well, also that it's like there where it's like Halloween town, like yeah. witches. Yeah, like, it was like they they even did like not a you know how L A has the haunted hayride. I think they had something like that in Seattle. Oh, okay. Um, that they went to also. So they were like, this was just the cherry on top to like <laughs> a very spooky weekend. Yeah, and it was just they Dude. were both like, wow, this is so surreal that this just happened. Yeah, but yeah, I thought it was crazy because it one of our own, you know. No, like that's like real. Yeah. It's always scarier when it's somebody that like yeah. you know. All of a sudden it's not just a story. And someone who like you believe like you, yeah. not that you don't believe other people's stories, but I think like I've done for every story that's been read, I rationalize it as ah, Yeah. It's or not real. or they protect maybe myself. they exaggerated a little bit or yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, so you know. No, no, no. We've I all know. done it for sure. Um that's nuts. Well mm. <sighs> should we talk about anything else? Are you doing Anything for Halloween? Um, I don't really have. There's a couple parties going on, but again, I'm in my like stay at home season. So, but aren't you and your your boyfriend are going like all out, right? Yes, we so are you going have to as, at least. We're going as pictures. the Bridgerton couple. Um, are you going to something? I don't. I haven't decided yet. I would. I think even like what I've realized, I will take photos. I'll put effort and get ready. Yeah. And I want to take the pictures, but like I just went to a Halloween party the other day and didn't help that I had a flight the next morning at like 6 a.m. But I was so pumped and I got ready, took pictures, all this stuff. By the time I actually got to the party, I was done. I was so tired. (laughs) And it was so like the party was beautiful. It was perfect. But I was just so tired. And I'm like, I'm old. (laughs) I'm old. This is where we're at in life. This is 30, everyone. Um, well, I, I can't will definitely be taking pictures, pictures but um, will I go out? I don't know. That's the question. <laughs> I feel that like a lot of the, the parties or a couple of the parties that I might go to are on the west side, which is such a trek. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. such yeah. a trek. And then if you're drinking in any way, then that means you have to Uber, which just makes it feel even more like yeah. a trek. So I don't know. We'll see. I'll probably like trick or treat with my niece and nephew. Watch me end up going to the neighborhood behind me <laughs> and just walk around. Yeah. yeah. Well, Wait, can I just say, this was a really fun October it series. It was. Before we get into it, I just want to say thank you everyone who supported us yes. to our fun, loving, spooky season, loving who people. Merch, yes. We really who appreciate sent in it. sent stories. Yes. This is so much fun. I cannot, we talk about this all the time, but I cannot get over how much you guys love this series. It means the world to us. Um, and we just love how hard you go for it because we yeah. love going hard for it too. Um, and yeah, we love you guys. We love you. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Um, well, I think we're going to like both do a short and mm-hmm. both do a real story. Yeah, so... Sit down. Which my short is like a real story. Like I feel like it's long enough to be a long yeah. one, but it's also like, it's good. Grab a blanket, pour yourself a glass mine's, of wine. Mine's kind of beautiful. Should I start and like we'll ease our way in? Yeah. I okay, think that's okay. good. Okay. I think that's good. All right. Wait, hold on. Let me get comfy. Okay. <laughs> Pull up your chair. Chair. I feel like. You sounded Boston there chair. for a um, October series episodes, I always come in just like comfortable bottoms. Like I'm barefoot right now in yeah. my like biker shorts because I just have to be so comfortable to handle That's hilarious because everything. I have a shoot after this and I almost came in the fit because I was like, oh, like 
it would just be more efficient yeah. to wear the clothes. And then I was like, but I'm going to record today and I can't, <laughs> I can't wear a skirt. Like that's scary. not, nah. yeah. like why would I, why would I come in boots and a skirt? So I literally showed up in leggings. I love that. I love I was that. Like, no, I love that for you. It's my routine. Same page, same page. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. And they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box, a fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available, and they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. Okay, I'm not going to say the title of this because I feel like I just want us to like immerse, okay? All right. I've never been able to remember my dreams. I always have really intense ones, and then as soon as I wake up, they're gone forever. Sometimes I can hold on to moments long enough to look up, 
what they might symbolize on a dream interpreter website, but nothing is ever substantial, which by the way, we still need to do. We still need a to dream do our episode. dream series. Yeah. Note to self. Okay. When my dad died, I really started to have issues falling asleep. I think it was because the day he passed, after all the insanity of the day, I slept on my parents' couch in our giant living room alone. My dog was cuddled up next to me, but I wasn't in my bed. I wasn't in my room, and I no longer had a dad. My world had shifted in seconds, and sleep was something that felt impossible from then on out. I would lie awake just trying to remember him, to remember his voice, his laugh, his clothes, anything. Eventually, I'd fall asleep, but it was always darkness. Until the night, it wasn't. I don't know exactly when this was, but I know it was within the first two weeks of him passing because I was still laying on the couch at my parents' house. I went to sleep and immediately knew that I was in a dream. I was very conscious that this wasn't real, but it felt real. I remember walking into my parents' room. I remember seeing my dad. He was dressed in his coral Tommy Bahama silk shirt. That's such a dad shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, that he would wear on Easter Sunday with his khaki pants. I knew this outfit. I loved this outfit. The man had terrible fashion sense, so this was a good one that he would repeat. I remember thinking that seeing him couldn't be possible, but there he was, packing a suitcase. I remember putting my hand in his suitcase and asking him to stop. I asked him not to leave. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's making me emotional. I told him he needed to stay home. I knew what I was really asking him. I couldn't handle the reality of him leaving forever. I wasn't ready to have him not around. I needed him still. We all needed him. I will never be able to forget looking up at my dad's face in my dream. He was smiling. He looked so at peace and so happy. And he looked at me with that smile and told me that, oh, this is so, oh, sorry. And told me that he had to go. He would be okay. And it was time. I said okay and woke up. I cried on the couch. I let it out and just felt it all. I finally was able to get a hold of myself and I checked my phone. It was almost 3 a.m. Right then, our front door opened and my brother stumbled into the living room. I could tell he had been out drinking with his friends and I figured he'd just go into his room and crash on his bed. Instead, he sat down on the floor next to our couch and pet my dog who would run up to greet him. He didn't know I was awake. I watched as he hugged my dog, and then I watched as he started crying into my dog. He was holding him so tight and just losing it. I immediately got up and ran over to him and held him while he cried. We sat like that for a while in silence um, with tears together. Once he stopped crying, he looked at me and said, Alex, I saw Dad in my dream last night. My heart stopped. He continued. He was walking out the door with a suitcase. Oh. <laughs> I'm not well. What? I'm like sobbing. Okay. With a suitcase. I asked him not to go, but he told me he had to. I really tried to get him to stay, but he was happy and he said he needed to leave. He hugged me. I got to hug dad in my dream and I felt all of it. It was real. I burst into tears and I told him about the dream I had not 30 minutes earlier. And we laughed and cried together before, before finally heading to bed. I fell asleep immediately. Right after the one-year anniversary of losing my dad, I got sick with COVID. It was really bad, and I felt like I wasn't going to get better. I was alone in quarantine and couldn't remember what it felt like to feel good. I couldn't stop thinking about how my dad must have felt in the hospital when he was sick. I put a lot of negative, anxious thoughts in my head, and it made me feel even worse. And at night, it was especially horrible. 
I rarely went to bed before 4 or 5 a.m. because of how bad my mind was racing. I tried sleeping pills, supplements, and I would even talk to my dad every day. I would ask for a sign for guidance for anything. I just wanted to know I was going to get better. One night, I was able to fall asleep earlier than usual, and while I don't remember the actual dream I had, I remember the feeling that I was not alone. I immediately woke up and shot up in bed, and my dad was there. He was standing next to my bed. I saw him. (laughs) He was smiling. He had on his white old work shirt and his blue robe that he had worn my whole life. I was so caught off guard that I froze. I didn't know what to do or what I was allowed to do. I took him in while he stared while we stared at each other, and then out of fear I laid back down and shut my eyes. When I opened them and sat up again, he was gone. I looked down at my dog who was still sound asleep in bed next to me and wished I had a way to know if that had been real or not. It felt real since I was physically upright in my bed. My eyes had been open. I had seen everything and he was there. Now all that I saw was my coat rack with a white hoodie hung above a gray hoodie and a black beanie on top. I laid down, hugged my dog, and told my dad it was nice to see him and thanked him because somehow I knew from then on "Eh, I was going to be okay. Why am I getting This wrecked me. Okay. I don't like thinking of these instances as scary or negative in in any way. They are super strange, and I still don't know what to make of them. Not the tears on your laptop. Because I keep getting closer because my eyes I can't see. Oh, shoot. <laughs> they are super strange, and I still don't know what to make of them, but I haven't forgotten them. I forget all of my dreams remember so these must not have been dreams i also like knowing that his coral tommy bahama silk shirt now lives in my closet and i do not move those hoodies or that beanie in case my dad ever wants to come visit again and i hope he does i'm not well i'm really trying to hold it together the most beautiful thing and it's so funny because like well, first of all, obviously, like, if you guys are like, why is she so emotional? This is one of my friends that, like, yeah. wrote in. Well, we both know her well. So that's why, like, we were just, it's crazy that you were talking about Lexi's thing. Yeah. And we were talking about, like, when it's someone close to you. Oh, it's so different. Like, I know her. And yeah. I know that she's not, she is not a touchy-feely person or one that's, like, she doesn't like Disney. She doesn't like, like she's yeah. not this, like, imaginative, yeah. squishy person. Like, she's she very, live like, in her own fantasy or yeah. anything like that. And so um, I remember when she told me about this, when it happened, I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, because yeah. it's like, I think everyone goes through things where they're like, what to believe and what to not. Yeah. But, like, this is such a, be- I, I, I want, these are areas where I choose to believe, like, that it's real. That, like. It's it's beautiful and it can be people that are just like communicating to you like I'm okay like you're going to yeah. be okay you know. Oh 100% and I know but, we uh, go off all the time on spooky stories and being terrified and like this isn't real this isn't real but I have had a handful of people in my life that I've known um and I'm I'll go ahead and add Alex to this category yeah. of people that have had experiences that have no reason to lie, that I don't know to be liars, that don't exaggerate, that don't make stuff up, and that truly seemed like it 
impacted them yeah. in like a really strong way. Um, and I do believe that it's real. And I do believe like I personally believe in God and I believe in a loving God. And I think I think he would al- allow like. I think he would allow that. And I think yeah. I think that was her dad's way of letting them know that he's OK and that they can like continue living, yeah. you know, like he as a dad, like he probably wants them to continue living life and to feel like to not let like this, like really hold them back from living. And I think that was his way of letting them know, Uh, which is beautiful. beautiful. (laughs) That reminds me of the first story I read. It literally wrecked me too. That was literally same. Uh, So I just felt like this was like a nice, like break where it still is like, in that spooky realm, but like so beautiful. Yeah. And so hopefully this will counteract the rest of this episode. <laughs> yeah. We might be crying again for other emotions. But oh my god. Oh wow, that really got me. I yeah. still have tears on my laptop. You had like five <laughs> teardrops on your laptop. My computer just goes like pss. it just <laughs> fizzles out. Oh wow. Oh, well, man. thanks, Alex, for just you know ruining and making me cry <laughs> for wrecking our makeup. Cry into <laughs> the microphone for everyone to hear. Hope you enjoyed this. I, I feel like they've definitely heard that before. That's not a yeah. big thing. <laughs> me cries every <laughs> episode. Uh, uh, well, okay. um, on another note, Mike's about to take us in a very opposite direction. So uh, let's go ahead and like prepare your- ourselves for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one is titled The Haunting of the Bloody Boy. Mm, no, thank you. And here we go. No, no thank you. I'm going to just go home. You can read the rest. Um, let's, let's, let's get into it. Uh, they write. So my aunt has always thought that she was some sort of portal. She adds in quotes. What's a portal? Oh, like people can, things portal. can come through her? Portal. I don't like mm-hmm. that. Because she has had many encounters with spirits and the supernatural. They had all been positive until this happened to her. To start with, her house was set up so when you were sitting on the couch, you could see straight into her three-year-old son's room. Wait. So I'm going to say that again. Oh, so in the living the room, if you're on the couch, you could see into. Correct. The yes. Okay. The, her house is set up so that if you're sitting on the couch in the living room, you can see directly into her son's room. Got it. Got it. Got it. One day she noticed some movement. So she looked into her son's room and saw Liam stand up from his crib and hug the air. Then sat down and started screaming. She ran into his room and asked him what was wrong. He then exclaimed, the boy was bloody. She was confused and scared, so she picked him up and they went to the park for a while so that he could calm down. On another occasion, they were laying on her bed and Liam pointed to the ceiling and said, there's the bee. She's thinking, great, there's a bee in the house now. I gotta make sure it doesn't sting us. But when Liam continued talking, he adds the boy. He said once again, she was freaked out, so she jokingly asked the boy, in quotes, to go away, and she turned on a movie. On another occasion, she woke up at like 2 a.m. to the smoke alarm going off, and her son shaking her leg, crying, and he says, the bloody boy made me do it. I didn't mean to, he made me. 
She runs out to the kitchen and sees what Liam had done. He had taken a lighter, put it in the microwave, and started the microwave. Oh my gosh. Obviously, the microwave blew up and the lighter was laying on the floor burning. After a few too many occurrences, she moved and had her house saged. P.S. She hasn't had any problems since. Anyways, thank you for reading my creepy story. I love the podcast and would freak out if you read it on the podcast. Thank you guys so much. Love, Candace. Ew. I don't like that. A bloody boy made him start a fire in the house. Okay. Y'all are making me not want to have kids, and I want to have kids. (laughs) If any, yeah, I 100% agree with that. All these, like, mommy, we're going to die. All these these bloody boys telling me to start a house fire. I hate that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Ugh. Nope. Hate it. Uh, No. Hate it. You're done. You're done. (laughs) Wow. Well, I hope you are freaking out because we are freaking out. Uh, yeah, I wow. uh, I read that and uh, have had it, uh, you know I th- I see it I see it I can't unsee it. It's funny I um every time like people are like oh what was your favorite October series that you've read I'm like I don't have a favorite I just have the ones that still haunt me. That's so funny you say that because I had I think I mentioned this a couple episodes ago I had a fall party at the top of October yes. and I had a bunch of friends over okay, yeah, yeah. and I was talking about the October series I was low key hyping myself up and was like guys like this is a really great podcast you should <laughs> listen to it and um, one of the girls was like oh my god you should send me your favorite episode do you have one and I was like I don't know if I have a favorite, but I have one that I think about all the time. And I was like, it's the cornfield in Iowa. Corn corn party party in a cornfield in Iowa. I forget the exact title. <laughs> um, I was like, but it's this story because I think about it constantly. Yeah, that was and anytime I see someone with the different colored eyes, I think about that story. Yeah. So I ended up sending it to her and I was like. You once you read it, you'll you're undone. Mine will always be the red keyhole. That freaking because I didn't get it right away. Yeah, when it and then once it hit, I was like, (laughs) no, 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 because both of us it hit later. It took like a solid. I think it was like five Mississippi seconds, and then we both go, (gasps) no. Dude, oh, oof, chills. If you have not listened to our other October series throughout the years. Do yourself a favor yeah. this Halloween. If you got no plans, <laughs> yeah, start from the beginning. Work your way through. Yeah. It is so worth it. They are so good. And they're stories, again, that you guys send in yeah. that you've experienced that makes it 10 times worse. I will say, like, I'm always surprised when people are like, oh, I've listened to all your episodes like three times. I'm like, How? I don't listen to podcast episodes more than once. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like so honored by that. But I will say our October series I would uh-huh. because they're almost like movies. So like yeah. just like you watch your same like spooky movies every year, like mm-hmm. I feel like they're they're the type that you could like watch there twice are, or listen to. I haven't time. re-listened to podcasts except for a couple of the My Favorite Murder podcasts. Um, some of the beginning ones were unreal oh and gosh, I've listened yeah. to them a few times because again, it is it's like a movie. Yeah, it's, it's like crazy. a movie. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Okay, so let's get into... By the way, is yours a real story? Yes. It is mine too. <gasps> oh. Uh, I'm... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. This one does not have a title. It's just October series. October series. Exclamation point. <laughs> okay. Hello, Ashley and Taryn. I am a new listener. Oh my God. Hello. Welcome. So new that I have no idea whose voice is whose. Oh, <gasps> what a fun place to be I in. I know. Solution, said, follow us on Instagram yep, or yep, yep, yep. YouTube. I'm the redhead with a heart of gold. She's... Describe yourself. Uh, the fun-loving blonde with a lot of personality. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> the way guys, you said I'm it. I'm so bad at like on the spot you anything. Like, my mind, blonde. I don't even know how to explain it. Like <laughs> my mind goes blank and I just run out. Of, I don't know what to say. It was Especially about myself. It wasn't what you said. It was the way, like if you... Think about the words you were saying, but your tone. If I could Fun, show you the, my brain when it works <laughs> like this, like you ask me a question, it goes blank. And then literally the words just come tone. up and I go, fun, I'm blonde, <laughs> and I'm a good time. I, I have <laughs> my, all my dating profiles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but one of you mentioned My Favorite Murder on an episode, and I knew I was in the right place. Probably me. So your October series is right up my alley. I'm so excited, and I hope I'm not too late submitting the story, but it's 100% worth it. I'd like to stay anonymous, but you can call me Jay. Hey, Jay. Hi. I will preface this by letting you know that I am a solo truck driver. Yes, a female truck Whoa. driver. It happened. Shut the frick up. It happened. Shut How? the frick up. I literally have the same story. You didn't move it into your thing. I did. It's I in Ashley's it. stories. No, I moved it into Taryn's stories. It's moved into Ashley's stories also. <laughs> oh, no. Wait. It's okay. I have wait. another one. We need a moment. Because we really need. We do. We have been doing this podcast for three years. Yeah. And... We always, that was our biggest oh fear in the beginning. God. And it's never happened until this point. Oh, my God. So, Jay, Jay congratulations. <laughs> we you win the golden ticket. We've been waiting to show up to record with the Wait, same story. Wait, how did you not catch it with what I said in the beginning? I was just, I was like, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not, maybe uh, not. And then officially, no yes. No freaking way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Wait, can so I continue funny. or do you want no, this one? No, you definitely continue because I have another one I can read. Okay, okay. Do you need a second to like gather? That's so that's so funny because now it says Taryn's stories, but it's in Ashley's stories. Weird, because when I pulled it, when did you pull it? I pulled it like late last night. I pulled it today. Weird. It must have like, but how would it stay there? I that's have, weird. I don't know. I don't know. T. It was meant to happen. Google got us. It was meant to. It's happen. okay. It's okay because you know what's interesting is I was reading more this morning and I. I um wow, 
words, Ashley. I favorited another one and moved it into my folder. That is Supernatural. So now we have oh, both. Okay, okay, yes. okay, okay. Cool. It works out. It works out, guys. We're fine. We're fine. Okay, okay, okay. So I'll continue. Yeah. Um, so I'm a female truck driver. We do exist. I'm on the road, which means I drive or OTR, which I thought would mean on the road, but it can mean something totally different, which means I drive across country um, and I only go home to North Carolina once every three months. Mm-hmm. Whenever I have downtime, or time out of the truck, I usually get a rental car and explore the city I'm in, and that's where my story begins. Oh, you're not going to be like shocked with what I say. I know, but, but it's they still will. so creepy. They will. Yeah, yeah, I remember reading it, and I had chills. Yeah, yeah. Okay. One Sunday evening, I was out driving around a small town in Nebraska looking for a place to grab some dinner and take back to my hotel. Of course, I'm not familiar with this area, but Google is my best friend at, t- at times like this. I found a cute diner and called in to place my to-go order. When I arrived, the sun was setting and it was starting to get dark. On my way into the restaurant, a tiny lady was heading out. I held the door open for her and she didn't seem to notice me. At first I thought this was rude because you could have at least said thanks, but I wrote it off as they just do things different over here. Shrug. Yeah. It's not hard to say thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Oh, when I, <laughs> it's so funny because I'm like, I'm always like, it's not that I expect or I need people to say thank you, but then I'm like, well, maybe I do because it does like trigger me. Yeah, it's just like I I went out of my way to do something polite. The least you could say is thank you. It takes a breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A breath. You don't even have to look at me when you do it. Just say it. Yeah, (laughs) you know. Just say it. (laughs) Say it. Okay. I got my order and started back to my car. Parking was along the street, so there were cars in front and behind you instead of on the left and right. As I'm walking up toward the car, I unlock the doors a few feet beforehand so I can just hop in. I get in, start the engine, check my rear view, and the tiny lady is directly behind me in her car, lit up red from my taillights. We made eye contact and she starts viciously shaking her head and she stepped out of her car. Mm-mm. I turn the car off and just stared at her. Mm-mm. Was that gesture for me? I waited a beat, but she didn't move or say anything else. So I started the car again and took another look at her. This time, her hands were above her head and waving. Mm. She started to walk towards my driver's side door. Don't open it. As she got closer, I could see her eyes were glass. From crying, maybe? Possibly drugs? I rolled down the window as she approached to see or to ask her if she was okay. Before I could get out a word though, she spoke in an almost normal voice that did not match her facial expression. Hey girly, oh my gosh, it's good to see you. I started to tell her she must have me confused with someone else because I've never been to the city before. But before I could, she said, you get out here and give me a hug. As I'm looking at her, I can see the absolute fear in her eyes now. I turn the car off and I stepped out thinking something must be wrong with this lady and maybe she needs help. Which, by the way, is so brave. I feel like I don't I think I would have gotten out. I would have no, cracked I the window. And been I would have like, cracked the window and been like, I don't know you. Get away yeah. from my car and dri- driven off. Like, yeah. probably 100%. because I'm so paranoid about everything. Yeah. Outside of the car, I seem to get a grip on what I just did. I'm standing in the middle of the street with a strange woman in a town I know nothing about in the dark. 
I still muster up the strength to ask, do you need help? Without warning, she grabbed a handful of my shirt and pulled me into a bear hug. My first reaction was to push her away, of course, but the more I struggle, the tighter she wraps her arms around me. I was stuck. She then turns her face towards mine, her mouth so close to my ear I can feel her rapid breath. Suddenly, she scream whispers, there's a man in your car. (laughs) Oh my God. I know. I stopped struggling. My blood ran cold. I couldn't speak. I could only stare at her in shock as she pulls away. I'm not from here. I don't know a single soul, and there was a man in my car. Sensing my fear, the lady, whose name I later found out was Jan, squared her shoulders and said in a booming voice, still in that conversational way, Is that your husband in the backseat? Making the soon-to-be murderer aware that she knows he's there. All at once, the back door swung open and a large man stepped out and books it. Oh my God. Nope. Jan. Nope. (laughs) Seeing him made it too real. I want to think I'm a tough cookie. I listen to all the true crime podcasts. I know how to protect myself. I wish I could tell you I ran after him or cursed him out or something, but I still could not move. Again, Jan took the reins and did not let fear hold her back. She called the police and stayed with me until they arrived. They never found the guy, but it's safe to say that he did not just need a ride and definitely did not have good intentions. Luckily, there was Jan to the rescue. Oh, my God. There I was thinking this lady was in danger and needed saving, but it was she who saved me. I hope I wrote this well enough, and don't worry. I no longer roam random cities at night alone. I still get my rental and go around and explore new places just in the daylight. I'm so glad I found this podcast. Thank you, ladies, for all you do. Love, Jay. Love, Jay. Wow. When I tell you that is my biggest fear. The way... The way the plot turns, like I remember, I remember reading that, and I was like, "This idiot! Why would she get out of the car?" Yeah, like I remember specifically no, feeling same. that way. I was like, "She, same. this little woman, is the pawn because she's going to get you out of your car, and then people are going to either kidnap you or steal your car." Like that's exactly that's what I was waiting for. That's exactly what I thought was going to happen. But Jan is a little hero. I know. And knew. And she helped. Like a lot of people I think would just be so frozen in fear they wouldn't know what to do. They would like honk or they would like maybe call the cops and be like, but like not really know how to handle it. But she literally went over there and saved your life. Yeah. That's insane. No, I literally was the same thing. I was like, no, don't get out of the car. Don't get out of the car. But clearly she was supposed to. Like she, I think it was maybe like a, like one of those gut instincts, you know, obviously it felt uncomfortable. She didn't necessarily want to get out of the car, but maybe it was just one of those gut things. She obviously needed to get out. Also, can we talk about how brilliant it is that she got her out of the car before she said anything? Yeah, like she was thinking so clearly. Because if you think about it, if she were to just be like, there's a man behind you, he could have easily like strangled her, got her neck and been like, driver, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, maybe he had a gun. Maybe he had a weapon. This is a PSA. We learn this all the time with statistics, with <laughs> crime stories. Yeah. They usually, when someone has a gun, it's less likely that they're actually going to shoot you, but that right. they're using it as a scare tactic. Yeah. They're trying to force you to yes. do something. Yeah. So, not that I'm, I mean, 
if this happens and you get shot, I'm sorry. <laughs> not, don't don't not listen to me for that. Disclaimer. But I know for me, I would on to be honest, I would much rather die <laughs> quickly in that moment for than sure. have someone kidnap me and do unspeakable things to me. For sure. So I feel like when so, whenever someone's like has a gun or a knife on you or something, it's like move, like yeah. go, or I'm gonna like shoot you. It's always better to just like scream, drop to the floor, run, like whatever it is, Take like shot. do something. Odds are they're not a good shot, so. Hopefully. Or like, usually they're not gonna do it because they're in public and people yeah. would see them and Odds they don't wanna they get do caught. It. And usually in those situations, not always, but usually it's more of a, like they're desperate for money or they're desperate yeah. for the car or whatever and they're just trying to scare you. I would much rather take a bullet and try to survive that yeah. than go with them wherever the hell they're trying no, to take me. absolutely not. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. So I'm so glad you're alive. I'm, I'm so glad, glad you trusted too. your gut. I'm so glad you got out of the car. I literally would have drove it off and then died. I, I check my car every time I get in. 100%, especially at night. Yeah. Ever since I started my first job, I remember having to leave late at night and walk to my car. And my boss, I remember so clearly was like, he was very good at walking all, everyone to their cars. Guys, girls, didn't matter. We were all young. We were like working at a sandwich shop. Um, and he would always make sure, he was like, hey, you should always check under your car. Mm -hmm. You should always check the back seat and like try to check like from a distance. So you're not like, you know, yeah. peering underneath the car, like in close quarters, yeah. just like as you're walking up, like look down. And I've done that ever since. Yeah, I usually, so the second I open my car door, then the light shoots on in my car. Yeah. So like I glance. open, glance, and then I get in and I turn around and glance. Yeah. Because I try to get in my car as fast as I can and yeah. lock the doors. Same. But I also try to do a glance right before so that I don't like go into. Yeah. Them. Which but. is it's so funny because she said she unlocked it from a little ways away so that she could just hop right in. Yeah. He must have so quickly and Dude, stealth yeah. like. Like he was he planning? Was he waiting by the car? Maybe he was like waiting to pounce on her. But then when he heard the door unlocked, he just he was just like, went oh, with she it. Yeah. yeah. Wild. And Jan witnessed the whole thing. Freaking Jan, man. Yeah. What a hero. I want to be like Jan. Literally. I know. That's Fearless. what I'm like. There's so many times I'll like see something, but then I'm like, did I see something? Right. You like second guess. And like it's stuff like this that I hear that I'm like, oh, she's such a hero. Because also she was in the prime position of not only being directly behind them, but sitting comfortably like yeah. in her car where it was quieter. Yeah. Watch the man get in the car in front of her and then watch the woman who opened the door. Yeah. For her, like, get in. Yeah, no, for sure. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's terrifying. Oof. Crazy. Okay. Okay. Okay, y'all. Everybody, this is officially the last story of October series. Yes. Dun, yes, dun, yes, dun. Yes, yes, yes. And obviously it was meant to be read, so. I know. So I know. It was meant to be. Okay, I'm not going to say the title. Okay. And we're just going to dive right in. <coughs> Come on. You know what it is? I have really bad allergies, so your my sinuses drain and it tickles my throat and Wait, makes me cough. Can we can we have a tangent for a second? Yeah, I watched a TikTok this morning because mine have been horrible. Me too. My sisters have been horrible. My dad's debilitating. Literally, yeah. my mom's feeling dizzy, and my boyfriends are really bad too. Like everyone I'm talking to is saying their allergies are insane. I watched a TikTok today talking about how L.A. in an effort to not have to clean up as often, only planted male trees. What does that mean? Female trees produce fruit. 
Male trees produce pollen. What the crap? So in an effort to not have to clean up all the fruit that falls on the floor because it's so annoying, L.A. only only planted male trees. What the crap? Are they trying to kill us? Which means if there's even a gust of wind, all the pollen's going to go flying. If there's even a, a, a like a slight weather change, all the pollen goes flying. And here's the kicker. Here's what killed me. And the guy, I'll send it to you because it was the way he said it was perfect. He was like, he was like, what's amazing is if they had planted all female trees, there wouldn't have been male trees to pollinate them and there wouldn't have been fruit. What so dummy they, they was in charge of that? They did the exact opposite of what they should oh have done. Oh my gosh. So like, it makes sense that literally everyone out here has the worst allergies and it's because we're we're living in a pollen community. Like we're surrounded by pollen. It's so bad. It's so you bad. You know what? I'm glad I got out when I I'm did. I'm on Flonase. I'm on Claritin. That makes sense. Why? T- every time I come, there's like I, I'm every like, time my dad allergies. comes, it's worse. And me and him have always wow. had that. Anyways, that wow. was just a tangent that I woke up to, and I was like, these wow. people. Come on, guys. Idiots. Come on. <laughs> Anyways, that was my tangent. Uh, getting back to <laughs> our scary story. I'm gonna lower my octave. To get in the zone. Get in the zone. (laughs) Okay. Um, Again, not going to say the title. We're just going to dive right in. Hi, Taryn and Ashley. My name is Julia, and you can totally use my name. I just wanted to say that I absolutely love your guys' podcast, especially the October series. And even though you guys might not use this on the pod, it's just too crazy of a story not to share. So without further ado, let's get into it. I was born... On November 2nd, for those of you that don't know, that's Dia de los Muertos, which obviously... Wait, what day? November 2nd. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, ma'am. I didn't know that specific date. Mm -hmm. Which obviously meant that I would have some sort of demonic connection, or so my mother says. Oh, shoot. The first time something supernatural happened was when I was four and I had a nightmare. In typical toddler fashion, I ran to my parents' room and crawled into their bed, wedging myself between them. Unfortunately, this position gave me a perfect view of their closet, which they always kept a crack open. And that night, I watched in terror as an old woman appeared out of nowhere, sitting in a rocking chair and knitting. And even more surprising were the two twin boys who also appeared dancing around the old woman's chair in a haunting way. It was so vivid, I couldn't have mistaken it. And I wasn't sleeping because the terror was keeping me wide awake. So who were these people? And more importantly, why didn't they have faces? Eventually, my eyes got heavy and the hypnotic dancing of the boys lulled me to sleep. The next time I saw the woman and the twin boys, I was seven and had caught a nasty stomach bug. I was again wedged between my parents and finally done vomiting. When again, the woman appeared with a blink of my eyes and so did the boys. But this time, they weren't dancing and she wasn't knitting. They were all staring right at me with their faceless heads. I remember feeling terribly uneasy and a chill ran down my spine as the boys joined arms and started skipping around the old woman. I remember puking, but this time it wasn't from sickness, it was from fear. When I again returned to the bed, they were gone. 
When I turned eight, we moved, which I was terribly relieved about because that meant no more horrifying old women and boys. The first few nights went by without incident. I was at ease in our new house and extremely happy until one night I had a terrible, terrible nightmare. I dreamt that I had been walking in a light gray room that seemed to go on forever. As I finally rounded the corner, I came across a large playpen made for children. There was a train, a helicopter, a bear, and a few other toys. The strange thing was, there was two of every toy. Perplexed, I continued down the hallway to find more items in pairs. Two TVs, two bunk beds, two guitars, and so on. Once I finally reached the end of these strange duos, there was one last pair of something that made me stop cold. They were a pair of scissors and they were both covered in blood. I immediately felt strange as if I knew something terrible had been done with these. Hurriedly, I rushed down the hallway only to be met with the two twin boys with no faces standing side by side. They were both holding hands and their hands were covered in blood. Fear rooted me to my spot as I realized that the blood wasn't just on their hands. It was all over the sides of their heads where their ears were. Well, where their ears would have been. Ew. Ew. If they hadn't been brutally chopped off with, I'm assuming, the scissors. Oh, God. I tried to turn and run away, but one reached out and scratched my arm. The pain jolted me awake, and I was drenched in sweat from this night terror. As I went to wipe the sweat from my head, I realized my arm had long scratches on it as if someone had scratched me. Knowing that this was no... (laughs) Just hold. I'm crying. They can touch you? (laughs) I'm literally crying. From a scratch? That is some Kruger right there. That is some Freddy Kruger nonsense. I will not have it. I will not have it. I will not have it. Oof. Oh, God. Okay. Oof. I literally have tears. Look. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't like that. Knowing this was no coincidence, I rushed to my parents' room and prayed that the old woman and boys wouldn't be there. But no such luck. They were there, still doing their eerie dance, but this time without ears. I hid under the covers until I fell asleep and hoped to God that I was just imagining things. Years passed without anything else happening, and for a while, I genuinely thought I imagined it, save for the scratches on my arm that proved it. But scratches heal, and fear is forgotten. Until about three months ago. I'm 16 now and much too old to be scared by silly things like earless twin boys, I'm sure that I had imagined. But recently, the fear has been brought back, only 10 times worse. When I was on a walk a couple of months ago, I had a sickening feeling that I was being watched. But there was no one there. I shook it off and continued my walk, looking back every so often. I know that feeling when you're like, You're looking, no one's there. You look again, but you have this feeling. Oh, it's the worst feeling. On probably my fifth look behind me, I stopped in fear. 
Two small pairs of shoe marks were trailing behind me in the muddy part of the path. What? Weird thing was, these were fresh, and I would definitely, she writes in all caps, have noticed two children trailing behind me. Memories of the twin boys had me running home as fast as I could, and much to my dismay, the footsteps followed. I tried to ignore it, and for a few days, it worked. Until one night, as I was just about to fall asleep, I saw it. The old woman was sitting in the chair I had in the corner of my room, and the twin boys were dancing around her. I felt as though I could scream. Not only are they still following me, but now they're haunting me in my own room. Oh, because it's always been in the parents' room. Uh-huh. Eventually, I fell asleep, and like always, they were gone when I awoke. A couple of weeks go by, and my parents pull out a family album, and we all enjoy looking at them together. Until I noticed a picture that made me freeze. It was a picture of the old woman. And she was knitting, only this time she had a face. The picture was titled, In Her Element, 1959. I asked my father who that was because it was his side of the family. He told me that was his great-grandmother, Sloane, who had supposedly been a fortune teller. He said, if you wanted to know something about your death, you could ask her because she could always tell you how you died. Terrified, Would I asked. Would you want to know? No. No. I don't think I'd rather I live. I'd rather live. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My answer is no. I don't know either. Firm, strong answer, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Terrified, I asked him how. He said that if it was urgent enough, she would haunt your dreams until you ask her directly. And then she would tell you. <laughs> I asked, how? How could she do that? And he answered with, well, she had two twin boys and she was positive something bad was going to happen to them. And no matter how often she haunted their dreams, they wouldn't ask her directly. And if you don't ask her, she can't tell you since you're not willing. Near tears, I asked my dad how they died. Oh, they cut each other's ears off and bled out. Pretty screwed up since they were only nine. That night when she appeared with the boys rocking and knitting on her chair. Oh God. I wasn't afraid when I asked her how I was going to die. No. And she said clear as day, I don't know. All I know is that something very bad will happen to you. I do not know how, and I do not know when, but it will be terrible. She stops, suddenly and solemnly, and then says, stay away from closets. Okay. The end. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to add this to one of the stories that I, I will, I will okay. never be able to unsee again. Cause the, the, the picture I'm painting in my head is horrifying. It's so bad. Okay. Um, and this one is titled the old woman and twins in my closet. So can like, you, what does can that you mean? respond to her and ask her if this is real? <laughs> I know. Um, did no, I don't. I would love no. if I would love if you just wrote a spooky story for us. <laughs> I'm gonna tell myself that is what happened. I would love that because that's terrifying. I hate that so much. I, 
Mm-mm. And just now, I'm ready for October series to be over. Yeah, that that was that the cherry. Over. I'm done. I'm done. Spooky season over. It. We're good. Stay away from. So obviously, someone's gonna be hiding in a closet. I mean, we don't know. Maybe maybe okay. she's in Get her a closet weapon. and. The roof caves in on her, or maybe she's in her closet. And well, I would first first of all, I would never no enter a closet ever no again. Closets. Not I an would option. get a weapon and I would marry anyone. Yeah. Anyone. <laughs> as long as he's ginormous and fights. <laughs> I would marry him right away. And we would he would go check a closet every hour. Yeah. Uh you know, I think you can hire people to move your stuff for you I would have them go into your closet grab all your things and just get some racks get some racks put them in the living room put them in the bedroom anywhere and then then just board your closet shut every single one of them like coat closets any kind of any closet just seal it seal it up we don't have time for that I hate that so much oof oof if I could time travel I would time travel to before you read that story (laughs) and I would like just leave (laughs) remember when I almost didn't read the story remember I was like it's meant to be no that was the devil (laughs) the devil did this oh god the devil worked his trickery and here we are oh my god okay well I'm gonna read 17 dad jokes (laughs) I'm literally just gonna go down the line let's just let's just power through a few why did the ghost go into the bar for the booze. Oh, yeah. That was good. That was a good one. <laughs> Why did the ghost starch his sheet? Because he wanted to... What? <laughs> he wanted everyone scared stiff. <laughs> stiff. What does a panda ghost eat? Bamboo. <laughs> Why did the go- ghost quit studying? Because he was too ghoul for school. Wow. Incredible. Where do ghosts buy their food? At the, the ghost ghostry store. store. I was going to say ghostry mart, but then we were, you know, talking at the same time and I figured it out. What does the ghost mom say when she gets in the car? Fasten your sheet belts. Oh, my God. Okay, oh, done. my God. I feel better. That was great. <laughs> I, feel, I feel significantly better. And that is why we have dad jokes at the yes. end, guys. That is why. Guys, really just want to reiterate this again. We had the absolute best time this year for October series. Until- Thank you so much for sharing your <laughs> stories. We will I've, not be sleeping tonight. I've Say your prayers, kids. I never needed a break in yeah. a story than I did during that one. That yeah. scared the actual Oof. crap also out of me. Also really, really well written. Oh, yeah. You should make that a movie. You should write a screenplay and submit that because you should, you should pitch that because I could see that doing really well. I can wow, see that doing I hope it really you're in well. therapy. I would need therapy because I, mean, I, I would be, able be so sleep paranoid. Ever. I wouldn't yeah. be able to sleep. Ow. I would have to sleep wow. with people Amen. around me. Well, now they're going to be gone. Who are paid. Oh, because she, she got her gone. answer. Yeah. So, like, cool. But, still, but I still saw it. Like, I won't be able to unsee that. So, I, now when I go to bed, it's too much. It's too much. I need to leave. Yeah. I need to go pee. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> For sharing in the season with us, we will see you guys next year. Love you, <laughs> talk to y'all next so year. much. We need a year to recover, and then also we'll be just back. to clarify, this doesn't mean that our podcast ends. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we do are we are going to continue posting episodes, our regularly scheduled content every single Monday. Um, it's not as spooky, but it's just as fun. So yes, and we have some fun things coming mm-hmm. up. We have a couple of fun guests scheduled. Um, we have some other fun things in the talks. So definitely. 
keep listening and um, follow us on all the socials to keep yes, ma'am. updated. And we love you. We yes, love you. We love Stay you. Stay safe, everyone, tonight. And happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.